Welcome to Raw. Today we have the man, y'all may know him as Zombie Slayer, Eucalyptus, Dat Ginger, but I know him as Cole. That's my man. How you That's doing? That's my name. I'm good. How are you? Good. Timmy, as always, how you doing, my man? Doing good. Good. That's what I like to hear. I know you and I just got done making some great crepes. Yep. And... It was delicious. Smoothies. We got peach pineapple smoothies coming to mm. you. And we have blueberry pie crepes, which are basically graham crackers, custard filled, and blueberry drizzle. They were delicious. I'm ready to try that. It's coming Thursday. Get ready for <laughs> it. Here we go. My dude, I know you don't believe me, but I'm getting better at Call of Duty. Uh, you're working. I've, I've seen your stats go up. It's I've been bad. putting in the work. Yep. PKM, basically gold. Basically. Minus the hip fire. I don't yeah. understand how to you get hip fire that. with the LMG. You just got to really in the corner. Underst- uh. mm. 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 What are your thoughts with how the franchise has gone? Uh, Call of Duty? Right. Well, uh, I mean, I feel like they took a good step in going back because it was way too futuristic. Oh, Nowadays, it's, it's way better now, personally. Uh, a lot of people don't like this game, but I, I really do enjoy it. I'm already max rank, so if that says anything. I mean, I would be too if Cody didn't have me doing all this podcast stuff. Yeah, he's over here playing while you're editing the podcast. So Damn, that yeah, hurts. Yeah, I know. That hurts. I go home like, man, I wish I could play. Oh, I can't. <laughs> y'all, y'all make me seem like a slave driver. Holy shit. When you're a CEO, I guess that's what you do. I do the whole, all Hell no. <laughs> I never want that reputation. I'm just that joking. is the one thing. You know what? Now you're getting me already on a rabbit hole because I started with this shit. Not really, but this happened today. Public service announcement. If you are in a position of power, give the people under you fucking respect. I'm so sick of individuals abusing power. You know you had to climb that same fucking ladder. I'm sitting there in a in a in a room and people were getting evaluated, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm just like, this chick got a ruler so far up her ass, and I'm just like, stop. Why? You come into this place, right? And I'm I'm leaving all the names out, <laughs> as you can tell, because I don't want anybody getting in trouble. Or coming back to me, actually. <laughs> but stop. Stop. You were in that spot. You know, I, I, I just I, I just feel like as CEOs climb or as people climb and they develop their own brand, their own this, their own that, they think that they are the shit. Y'all have my permission. If I ever act like that, slap me the fuck across the face. <laughs> All right, I'm serious. And I think that's the most cursing I've done on this show right there. And... Kind of felt good. Got it off my chest. We feel all right. We're moving on. Back. To <laughs> Have you ever experienced something like that? Uh, I've been pretty lucky with my employers. So I, I was in a family owned. It doesn't business, have to so. be employers. It could be. Have you seen? Maybe a teacher. You know what I'm saying? Like, have you seen anything like that? Yeah. In your say, life, especially you know what in, I mean? in school, uh, teachers when they have a strong disliking to a child. So. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we want to make sure that you write up on that, yeah, Mike. Write up on it. Yeah, I, sometimes it's uncomfortable. You know, we don't really preach how much we like to talk right up on it, but you got to talk right up on it. Okay, I'm right here. So you like a pro playing this Call of Duty stuff, though? Uh, not a pro. Uh, you no, know, yes, he is. I'm doing uh game battles. If you know what that is, two v twos, like where you make money if you win. I don't know what that is, but that's that fits you. Yeah, we that play really other, does. other good people. So I will never be on your team. Maybe in the future you said you're working on it, so. <laughs> you better always take me with you. You're going to be with <laughs> You're with me. <laughs> I keep I keep the UAVs down. Of course. Boost of course. up my points. Yeah. He's a team player. Assists total. I do get them assists. Yeah, you do. 
At least 10 a game. I average <laughs> literally 10 assists a game. It's pretty bad. That, so all, that, all that shows is that you just can't finish your kills. Yeah, I finish them. That's why I have like 50 kills a game. You got to snap straight to the dome. None of those body shots. What type of tips do you have for me, Cole? Don't use the PKM. I love it. It's the thing. I don't know. There's better Actually, guns. I will tell you. Since I started doing that, because you know as well as I, w- I wasn't playing video games. Yeah, you took a big break. So. I did, and I came back trying to play this game. I didn't understand the game. I really didn't. I was like, "How? what am I doing? Like, I felt really flustered. Yeah. The PKM slowed my play down because you can't run. Right, it's completely different from all of the Call of Duties. Then I go back to my AR and all my shot. Like, I feel, it feels normal. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, good. it's completely, it kind of... In a weird way, help me. In a really, really weird way. I never thought I could... Just to slow it down. Right. Get your shot back. Right, get that accuracy back, you know? And uh, now it is nice when you got that 200-round drum. (laughs) Da-da-da-da-da. And nobody... And the people keep... Like, people like you, like, you'll pre-fire, but then Mm -hmm. you'll you'll say, oh, crap, you hit me. And then you'll wait, and then you'll go back. And you're already shooting. I'm still shooting. (laughs) You can't pop back out. Now, when I burn through it, that's the problem. It's yeah. a problem. Takes time to reload. What's your favorite game though? Overall? Yeah. Uh it was Rocket League, but now it's Call of Duty. Uh, I'm just addicted. It I did th- take it take yeah. over. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You remember what game we bonded over? Battlefield and Rainbow Six Siege. Boy. Give a shout out to Hardline. That you <laughs> if you talk to this dude, boy, you give me a sniper in my hand. Yeah. It, it was, was my man. over. Recon. Over. Over. I was probably averaging, I don't know, 25 kills a game with that sniper. At least. At least. <laughs> so Times you, have changed, though. Yeah. It's a lot different now. Not saying you don't get 25 kills a game. but <laughs> <laughs> It's just flack after flack after flack. So you don't play Siege anymore? Uh, Not, not really. No. Actually... I used to be, we all used to be huge fans. Yeah. Until they fucked up the maps. Well, once Whoa. they started taking maps out of ranked playlists, yes. that's when I was upset. Yes. Well, they only took, the only maps in ranked are what's in pro league. So that's, right, right. Which makes but sense. Well, they took out Favela, and I liked Favela, which is uh, Caviera's map. Yeah. Yeah. But see, I like things like Hijack. Yeah. I love that one. I liked uh, the um, presidential plane. Yep, but there were good there were good gunfights on that shit. Yeah, but at the same time, if you're it's those maps are too easy. If you're if you're pro league, like you know all the spots at that point. It's there's no. But what my thing is, is which one of us in this room is actually that fucking good? None of us are pro league good. You're really fucking good. But none of us are pro league good. good. Pro league good. Have you watched that shit? Yeah, I used to actually be really like big into it. I used to watch them all. Insane. I still watch pro league. I'm I'm still into siege. Yeah. I just again, my thing is, is none of us are like we want to play the maps we like. Like that's the whole purpose, and I want to rank up. I don't want to go play casual where. Well, now there's unranked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's again, I want to play to rank up. Makes sense. I don't want to sit there and have, you know, I want to play the plane or house or something like that right. and actually rank up or rank down. I don't care. I just want to play those maps. And now I have to go find them. Yeah, that's kind of yeah, not what I, I don't like. Know. I, I don't I like what they did. Well, Timmy, mute your mic. You're out. I'm going to mute your mic. Keep in mind, <laughs> I'm over here with the recorder. Well, they did that's it on true. purpose, that's though. True. The house was unfair. 100%. Mostly, for, yeah, like... Defense was way easier than attacking. So it was. <laughs> it, it really was, though. Yeah. That was just a 2v2 map. If you trash talk some kid, then you got to go. How many times house. did we do that, though? We call people out, say, no, nah, meet us on the house. <laughs> meet us at the house. That's the only place to settle it. Bring it. Have you heard of Google? Uh, I think it's Stadia. Uh, I think that's I what not. it is. Um, I know that that's one of the articles that I got. They, so Google came out with a, I think it's a console-less game system. And they're trying to tell everybody, you don't need your console. Throw it away. Are they trying to do that through PC? Timmy? Um, well, so have you ever heard of, I'm pretty sure it's called 
Oracle. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, where it's basically you're it you're streaming the games. You're not right. you don't ever own the games. Right. So like that it's its own console basically. Right. But not really. So they're using Destiny two as like their trash. <laughs> it is trash. As like their I, pl- I don't they're know what to call it, like their beta, their patron yeah. seat or whatever you want to say, right? They're using Destiny 2. Right, for their test on it, dummy. No, for like their model game or whatever. Like, okay. hey, we got Destiny 2. Nobody cares. That's an old game Yeah, compared, you know. But they think that they're going to overtake the console world. Mm. That's not going to happen. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Xbox and PlayStation have too big of a grasp Yeah. on... Bec- you fall in love with a console. Well, now it's cross-platform, so it doesn't even matter. So why would I get rid of it right. to go do Oracle or whatever it's right. called? Right, right. I think it's... Do you see that? Stadia, Google Stadia, Stadia, right? Stadia, yeah, 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 yeah. Oracle is it's what it reminds me of. Okay, okay. Yeah. I just... I mean, I get what Google tried to do. But these companies, man, they're big. Google's, they try I mean, to Google's push, big too. I'm, tr- th- that's what I'm saying. But they're yeah. trying to put themselves in a in all kinds of different arenas. Yeah. I'm like, bro, just stick to searches. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. PC for life. Just saying. I've played both. I have a PC. I also have an Xbox. So. Yeah, I don't have time. So, I mean, that's cool. I only say PC because you can do a lot more on it. You can actually. So there's like you know. There's a few games I've wanted to play on PC, but I have to invest a thousand dollars to make. Yeah, I a mean, play, a PC. I, I sold my PS4 to build my PC, so you can definitely do that. I will not sell my Xbox. Uh, that thing is an original. It's an antique. You hear the motor slowly ticking away, though. Yeah. <laughs> I want to open that up, clean up that dust. Seven years. Xbox One's. Been I don't out. know, Tim. How long's that been out? Let me Google that. That's my I think it's been like seven dude. years. I probably every bit of well. Mm. Call of Duty Ghost. No, I think it's been out for four or five years. Eight years. Eight years. Really? Xbox One for real. Yeah. Wait. Cause I think the PS4, if I remember right, I bought my first PS4 my freshman year of college. And I think that was the first year it came out. So that's why I was thinking like four years. Well, PS4 came out just a little bit before Xbox One did. Yeah. It's in uh, 2013. Okay. So Six years, seven years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you guys have Xbox, I'm assuming. Yeah, I right. Do. Right. Now, I will say PlayStation is the better gaming console, in my opinion. Why do you think that? So I was a PlayStation person first. Okay. And I really believe that it... It runs smoother. It's mastered the idea of gaming console. Now, Xbox is a very nice, like, social platform. They're a very nice, we have all these apps. We can put everything together. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I I don't see a big difference from PS4 to Xbox One, but I've always had Xbox, so I'm not going to switch. They've copied a lot of, like, off of each other a lot. Yeah. The, I mean, and you see that with successful companies is they just keep on, oh, they're doing this, so let's throw the money here. And, oh, they're, you know. But they do both have a loyal following. And I've, well, because of you guys, you guys and then some of my college friends, they all had Xbox. So I turned in my PlayStation six months after I got it for Xbox. I remember that. And then everybody tried to tell me, let's go buy PlayStation. I said, no. <laughs> no. We're staying here. We're staying Xbox. <laughs> What do you know about Atari? I've never played an Atari. Never. I've seen one in my grandparents' house. Never played uh, okay. it. Okay. So that's showing my age now. What about Nintendo? The originals? Uh, I think uh, I played one of them at my grandparents'. I don't remember which one. Nintendo 64? Maybe. I can't quite remember. Damn. Oh. Woo. Guess who's here? Atari is coming back. They're trying to make a comeback. They are. Did Atari have like Pac-Man, Galaga, had a bunch of games, or was it what Space was Space Invaders? Space Invaders. Oh, yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I remember yeah. Dig Dug. I played that game a lot. <laughs> there was uh, the original Nintendo. I used to be up on the screen. This was back when TVs were glass on the front. <laughs> okay. As a kid, I, we had a, we had a Nintendo, and we'd be up on the screen. 
moving the the gun across for Duck Hunter. Bah, 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 I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him. <laughs> Dude, some of those games are the the little paddles. You play the uh, the guy that drops the bomb. Literally, you're just trying to collect every all the bombs <laughs> so they don't fall on the ground. Games used to be so different. So I don't different. Think I know what you're talking. You want to tell us anything about Atari? Uh, yeah, they're trying to. Um, Atari battles for a chunk of $43 billion video game industry. That's a big-ass industry. Yeah. That's big. That's really big. Do you mean, like, what do you mean battles? Well, they're trying to come back. So, Like with a new console? Right. That'd be nuts. Right. I don't know. They would have to. <laughs> I would probably, honestly, I would probably buy it. It'd definitely be like a hype beast thing, too. Just yeah. If, if they came back with something like that, or even if Nintendo didn't do the whole Wii thing and they came back with their original stuff, yeah, I would probably have to buy, buy that console. I mean, the Switch is doing really well. It, yeah, Except it I bought one and then I, I sold it. Threw it back, yeah. Like three months later. Yeah. Where'd split screen go? Where did split screen go? I haven't use split screen in years i think the last time i did it was uh at my grandparents with no wi-fi so we had yeah. to play split screen yeah so walk me through a little bit you've grown up without split screen pretty much what is social interactions like with you guys because is i mean well uh over xbox it's uh nothing but really trash talking <laughs> um but but, how much of face to face time do you get, or did you get? I mean, maybe you get more now from like parties or something, right? But how many how much of that did you actually get growing up when it was like through your middle school years and all that? Uh, honestly, I think that uh, I don't think that it's been much of a factor. Split screen really? not being a thing. Um, I do like to play Xbox though, so I'm always home. But I always have friends over, and they usually just bring their Xbox to be honest, and we'll we'll play right next to each other. Right. That's really weird because when I was growing up, it was split screen, split screen, split screen. Every game, it was the thing to do was come over, play split screen, and roll. Yeah, I don't know about that. It's I've never really had that kind of a thing. I've never had that kind of thing. <laughs> I wish there would be more. I really do, because I do believe, like, I started buying, sounds weird, but I started buying board games to get that interaction again, because everybody would be like, well, just meet me online. I don't want to meet you online. I don't, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to talk to you over a microphone. I want to talk to you here. And that's, uh, I think that's where technology has played a part in our society. Do you think that phones or, heck, even tablets, whatever, have in interfered with any of those communications? 100%. 100%. Yeah. Uh, we have seminars at school all the time about how social interaction is actually like going away completely and how it's important if you want to get a job nowadays mm -hmm. that you need to have social interaction. You need to have, like, honestly practice. That's why... At my job, at first, I worked at a meat market. It was actually really hard to talk to people. Um, I feel like it's gotten a lot better now. But yeah. That's weird they bring that up, practice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because something that, to my, my generation, well, I'm technically your generation, but... Almost. We're, you know, I'm five years older than you. Something to us... Yeah, they would tell us to practice, but it was practice for an interview. It was never practice how to talk to somebody. It was always it was implied that we would know at least how to communicate. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know. I, I've talked to my uh, employer. He's actually a great, great guy. He, and he honestly taught me how to talk to people. Um, he was like, if you ever um, go into a different field where you yeah. need to talk to people all day like you have to pique people's interest interest you can't like be drab all the time connect with them you have to yeah and that's something that a lot of people are getting away from 100 percent. i listen to my younger siblings and all they are right here right here that's it 
they don't understand when that's down how to hold and carry a normal conversation. Now, I can talk to a rock, so that's easy for me <laughs> to say. But it is one of those things. Have you had any trouble like that? I mean, you've always been a very social Yeah, person, I would say I, I'm actually kind of lucky compared to most people. I know people who are scared to death to talk to people, but it, it, like in school, I'm a lot right. I'm a lot better at giving presentations than most kids. Right. It's just um, I feel like I, I do a pretty decent job at it. I would really agree. I really would. You've always been impressionable. Appreciate it. You know, we give compliments. Nice. <laughs> I mean, you're doing good right now just talking, so. You mentioned school. It's coming to an end. Uh, a new beginning. Well, that's true. That's true. That's a very wise way to put it. What's <laughs> up with all these seniors being so. I don't know. Cam said some shit, too, right? Cam did say some shit. What do you say? I, for, I, mean, I mean, obviously, didn't, we don't remember. I don't yeah. uh, I've done a lot of these now. Um, but I do remember saying, put that on the shirt. Right, right. He said some shit. <laughs> How do you feel about being done with mandatory school? Um, Honestly, I feel like I've done the same thing for the past five years or four years in high school. The exact same thing. Exact same itinerary in school, same kind of worksheets. I don't know what they're trying to prepare me for. Some teachers are like, to be honest, I'm trying to prepare you for a college-level course. And I'm like, well, you're not doing a good job. I feel like, well, I don't say that to them, but I just feel as that because I have teachers who literally, they give you a study guide at the beginning of the class. They'll make you take some notes, and then I have a 20-minute study hall in that class. Where they should be teaching. Are you for real? I'm serious. Dude, I I don't understand. Because back in the day, it was literally... Well, y'all got laptops. Yeah, I don't... Back in the day, if we like picked them. up our cell phone... Oh. oh, my gosh. All hell would break loose. Oh, my gosh. That was hallway, principal, blah, blah, blah. I'm only warning you one time. Give me your phone. Give me your phone. Give me your phone. Right, right. It was horrible. <laughs> back in the day, it was pen, paper, get busy. Go. Go, yeah, they, go. they got all Chromebooks or something right now, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. we have Chromebooks. Yeah. A lot of teachers make you take notes on Chromebooks, and I've actually asked, like, is it okay if I just take it on pen and paper? Because I feel like yeah. I retain the information they're giving me. You do. It's, it's proven. Yes, it's because when you're writing, you're reading, or you're doing one action, then you're reading it with your eyes. That's two. You need to continue... I, what is it? Four cents or I don't know. Uh, it's you have to hit it so many certain number of times, and reading it, writing remembering it, remembering it, and then if you can listen to it, it's it's gonna stick in your head. A lot of teachers make videos for their lectures, and they just oh, post them great. on our Chromebooks. That's great. Yeah, that's yeah, well, that's really great. So we're gonna have robot teachers one day because that seems to be all people want to do. Well, I had a question, and I emailed it to my teacher because I was watching this lecture online, and he said, I'll talk to you when you come to class. And I'm like, right. well, I need to do it for this homework. You technically didn't teach me it, but I'm looking it up right now. I'm like, I don't know what to do. That's crazy. Yeah. How's college search going? Um, to be honest, it's a lot different than I imagined it to be. Um, so... Everything pretty much is through the Common App now, and which is actually a blessing. Um, I don't want to apply to every single college I'm thinking about. Right. But I just send it out one time and answer a few questions per college, and uh, they're pretty much all the same questions for each college. So. Yeah, pretty standardized. Yeah, and then write an essay if you're trying to get an honors or something right. like that. Do you have it narrowed down? Um, I have it narrowed down between OU and Miami. Oh, Simmer down, simmer <laughs> down. Oh, you, oh, yeah, over there. That's all y'all got is oh, yeah. That's yeah, about shut it. Up, shut simmer up. down. Miami, best hockey team in the nation. Pretty I, freaking good. I enjoyed They're pretty freaking good. Touring them yeah, a lot. It's a nice campus up there. Athens is a beautiful campus. All right. Oxford, though, has the nice trees, has the nice. So do we. I've toured both. I'd say. Uh, I actually liked both of them. I just liked Miami a little bit more because I feel like OU's a little bit more spread out. Um, maybe it was just my tour guide, the way she took right. me around, but 
What do you hope to study? Uh, I'm planning on going into business. 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 Doing big business. Um, Miami. Uh, that's a kind of a challenge just because their business school is it is a pretty good one. It's a pretty good one. So I'm planning on. Well, actually, I've been accepted to OU. Uh, not officially accepted in Miami yet, so I'm yep. waiting on that. I just want to see my options, I guess. Sure. So, well, one career option is professional gaming. Yes, but sorry, Janelle. <laughs> <laughs> That's my mother. Um, I don't think that I'm that tier of a player. Yeah. So, but you're getting there, and you could be there. You you really could. I feel like if I put in the time, you really could. I really could. You really could. But and that's so weird, though, because you have people now actually like esports. Yeah. Do you watch that? I do. <laughs> do you really? I find it enjoyable. See, and that's Timmy. Growing up, didn't we all fight for the controllers? Yeah. We didn't want to watch nobody play. No. no. But I also I, I watch people play all right. the time. What was that? Uh, I brought up an article about one of the esports things. What, what we got? I mean, it's basically just saying that people are making millions of dollars, yeah. like by the by the age of thirty. By the age of thirty, yeah, these dudes millionaires. Did it? Didn't a kid just win a Fortnite something? Rather, he's in high school and he won like the Fortnite tournament or something. I think it was like two million dollars or something like that. Two million to a dude in high school. That boy set. But you like the thing is like people say, oh, you're just gonna play video games for money, but it's. Like, they're playing for, like, 10-plus hours a day. Bro. Yeah. It's a full-time job. 100%. They Yeah, like you said, 10, 12 hours a day. They have scheduled time. If you're in a clan or a squad or whatever, and that's what, like, Siege. We used to do that with Siege, yeah. You have to be on this time, this time, that, like, in, so that you can play together. If right. you're not, because we all know right here, if you don't have a full squad, you're probably not, you're, well, you can have a few good people, and yeah. you may be able to still pull it out. But your odds go down yeah. because you can't communicate with everybody. Even if you have a full squad, if the if you guys haven't played together, you don't know right. how other people right. play, and it's just it's Be it's a so much of that is playing off of one another. And they literally, it's a full time schedule. Yeah, it's there's insane. strategies. Yeah, yeah, and it's insane that there's people, and I get it. It's video games. Nobody wants to elude that that could be a career option. But there's people even making fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year playing video games. You got to think fifty, sixty grand if you don't go to college. Fifty, sixty grand even if you go to college. What am I? What the hell am I saying? The odds that you find a job paying you fifty, sixty grand right out of college are slim. Mm -hmm. They're gonna tell you all the average salaries, all this, all that, and it's really not. It's not entirely what it's all cracked up to be. Personally, I know I took a weird route, and I'm still in school, <laughs> but I really do believe in getting a trade, working, because you're going to get paid a high hourly rate, and then kind of wiggling, if you want to get the piece of paper, then wiggling in there, because you have the money to get the piece of paper. Right. You know, it's... um. Yeah, that's kind of... I have a friend who uh, goes to a trade school, or Butler Tech, and uh, mm -hmm. he, he's trained to be a firefighter. I think he actually got his... Uh, I don't know exactly what it is, but like his cert certi uh, sorry, certification that like right. he's, he's shot a fire hose or held a fire hose, and he's climbed buildings that are on fire, yeah. which is pretty interesting. I think he's doing it because of his dad. Uh, his dad was also a firefighter. Right. But yeah, I mean, definitely, 100%, we need trade schools that specialize in certain skills the weird thing is is i'm glad i'm glad that there's been a change and i say that it's weird because when i was going through school if you were considering a trade school you were like an outlier like it wasn't oh, that's even, still it what was it taboo. is that's still what is it, it is still like that yeah. but i hear more kids are at butler tech which back in the day that was only if you were a failure our it, school pushes butler tech a lot lakota east does which i'm glad to hear I really am glad to hear because, like in Europe, if you go to, uh, there's a certain point I think in some countries in Europe that there's an educational divide. If you're going to be on a path to become like a doctor or something like that, you go, you continue on school. But if you're going to go the path of trades and all this other stuff, you stop. I, I, 
I'm going to use 13, but ideally it would be like right there in those adolescent, right before high school, you kind of go two different paths. So I'm glad to hear that we've started pushing more or at least accepting that it's needed, needed in common. Um, it's not like a the prettiest job, but plumbers are going to be in high demand oh. because all of the veteran plumbers oh are gosh. about to retire. So if you're trying to make guap guap, like <laughs> start, I think, start laying that pipe down. Yeah, oh. <laughs> that's a good. Can we get that on a shirt? I'll put that on the shirt. <laughs> What's varsity sports like, my man? Um, most kids, varsity students, don't really have much of a life other than sports. Really. Yeah, I see him before and after school in the gym the whole time. What sport you play? I play volleyball, which is a lot different. Um, it's a lot different than, say, football or basketball. But, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a lot of fun. I feel like it's not nearly as much conditioning. Actually, we haven't had conditioning, which I don't know. <laughs> we have lifting and open gyms once a week. So you get ripped on that one day. Yeah, just – well, we lift twice a week. Okay. But I really only go to liftings just because we don't have that many kids right. for volleyball. Right. Got a question. It may be a little digging in your system, okay. and if you don't want to say, just say no. Okay. So OU has been in trouble with a lot of hazing recently. Yes. The frats, the marching band, I want to say the football team, a lot of stuff. I was talking to some people that I know that were in marching bands in high school, and they were saying that, they went to the extent of freshmen carry the instruments or something like that, right? I mean, something that's harmless. It's really harmless. Is there anything like that that happens in varsity sports with the underclassmen? Oh, um, for sure. I mean, I would say that uh, if you're, if in, unless you're like really good, yeah, you're looked down upon really tremendously. Because I have friends on varsity teams like basketball, mm -hmm. and I I just stay out of it. But they they make fun of the freshmen and the uh, sophomores all the time even though they're actually on the same team like some some of the sophomores are playing with them right which i don't understand and that's kind of i guess something that i could see too you got the big bad seniors that watched all the other big bad seniors do this do that so finally when they're the seniors they're all you know carry my basketball all big bad whatever yeah. and i mean you can even see it in the student sections i mean the dumbest chant is the do it chant that's the, my favorite. I know. It's a lot of people's favorite. It's the dumbest chant, though. And you always have everybody turn around. The seniors boo every single other grade. So it's... I have reasoning to that. <laughs> um, recently, uh, the freshmen and sophomores haven't been participating as much as we want. So we've been booing them for their lack of participation. We're trying to get them more involved. Y'all would boo them regardless. No, that's not true. I would not, personally. Okay, but your grade would. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what you going to miss the most? Oh, my goodness. Um, honestly, high school sports is a lot really? of fun because there's not that many times where we come together as a whole class. Right. At least most of my friends go to, uh, say, football games. I personally like football games more. Yeah. And it was a bummer on our last one, to be honest. I was like, wow, that was our, my was done. final high school done. football game. Was done. But man. we have basketball coming up, so I think it's a lot different, actually, yeah. too. That was a uh, bittersweet night for me, too. Yeah, watching your brother. Yeah, I'm like, well, not only him, I'm watching John. Oh, yeah. I mean, too bad he couldn't play. Yeah. I'm there with you and Cam, and I'm like, you know, I call you my brother, and I love you like my brother. Love you, too. And I'm watching, <laughs> I'm watching this for the last time. Right. I mean, Scott's going to be there one more year. Mm-hmm. But my everybody but him is gone. All of my brothers are gone. Yeah, every single one of y'all are gone, and it's really bittersweet. I'm sitting there like I'm so happy because y'all are going on so many awesome paths, different paths. Um, you know, hopefully pull you along with me on different things, whatever, whatever. You know, I'm always getting into trouble, and but it's like, gosh, I wish y'all. Would hang around, hang you know, around. hang, yeah. just stay, you know, you can't keep them young forever, but stay young, you know, I mean, that's, it's some of the beauty of, you know, some of the most fun moments that I've had in my life have been with you guys. Thank you. You know, it's <laughs> one of those things, literally, I mean, to be able to pull you guys in as 
like adopted siblings basically it's it's just it's a different you know um i gotta stop i'm gonna get you know i'm an emotional person i'm gonna get i'm gonna get emotional (laughs) too much too much but what's the life like because without anybody else around you you're an only child correct what was that like growing up that's something i cannot relate to at all um personally uh it's uh, I feel like I have a different situation than most other only children. Um, you know how people say like, "Oh, you're an only child, you're right. spoiled," and some people like think they can point an only, only child out, like by the way they act. People will say, "I, I wouldn't imagine you to be an only child." And yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, "Well, most of them are stuck up, preppy, or whatever." And I'm like, "Well, I, I don't think that's a good stereotype for me personally because, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I was, I was kind of spoiled." Um, you better have been. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I honestly enjoyed being an only child. To really? be honest. Yeah. Uh, there was times where I wished that I had like, say, an older sibling that was like one year older. Yeah. But I wouldn't want a big age gap. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of weird because you're one of my best friends and my right. brother. Right. And I don't know. Like you said, I'm the adopted brother. So. Right. <laughs> Did you ever get away with anything, or was it? No, all the blame was on me. Well, you, but I yeah. didn't do much. I don't do much. Video I, game. That's I feel it. like I'm a good kid, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Sit on your hands and just stare at the wall, and you're pretty good. Yeah. Well, my parents' uh, school was a huge, huge part. So they always pushed me to do my best in school, no matter what. Right. So, Did you ever have a sibling figure? Other than, like, myself after we probably met, what, sixth grade-ish? Yeah, well, uh, I also met Connor in sixth grade. Okay. And ever since. Yeah. Because he moved in from uh, Kettering, I think it was. And I didn't have many friends before sixth grade. Right. Um, I feel like I lack social interaction, like we talked about earlier. Mm But, yeah, Connor Rose, Cameron Smith, John McElhaney, best friends, brothers. Your family grew up, well, yeah, your mom and dad, right? Out yeah. in, at like, uh, Barlow, Ohio, Zanesville. Boondocks area, yeah, right? Exactly. So you got a little taste of that farm life. Yes. What are some of the big differences between those cultures? You know, when you would go out there and, and do whatever you did, mm-hmm. and then when you would be here in the town, well, township, city, whatever. Well, I'll be talking to my mom, and after the first day of hanging out with friends and fa- or family down there, like we, I usually only go down to my grandparents and like right. holidays, right? Mainly or birthdays. Okay. So when we go, it's usually a celebration of some sort. Yep. And then um, I actually do a lot of farming. Uh, I had to help my grandpa bale hay. I moved it. I think it was a hundred bales of hay up into a, uh, a barn. Like you stack them up. Have you yeah. ever seen that before? Yeah. Yeah. So. It's a different lifestyle. They get up, and I think he's 76 years old. Yep. He gets up, goes feed the cows, gets to work. They still work, by the way. They still go into an office. And when they uh, come home, they relax, drink a Coke or Pepsi. My grandpa drinks Pepsi. And then he uh, goes and farms and tends to the cows again. So, wow. Yeah. They don't, they don't stop working. What type of stuff have you done on the farm? Um... For, like, pleasure, or not pleasure, but, like, enjoyment, or, like, working there. Yeah. I Um, mean, both. Well, uh, not so much work on the farming side, just unless he needs help with, like, moving something. But um, not much to do (laughs) if we're not working. Um, No reception out there. Hard to make a call. Um, uh, Usually my cousins are there, so I'll hang out with them. But other than spending time with family, I... There's not much else to do. It's kind of nice to get away, though. A hundred percent. That it's a lot different. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I'll be like, "Mom, can we go now?" <laughs> uh, not really, though. I love sp- spending time with family, but right. I know personally, I've always wanted a home that has a lot of land. Yes. Now I've learned being in real estate. Anytime you get a lot of land, generally, there's no Wi-Fi or slower Wi-Fi. And with a age of technology, that's kind of one of those things where I'm like, do I really want to give that up? Yeah, it's essential nowadays. Right. It, it really is for every business function. Now, I do want to be able to escape, but at what point do you... 
well, I feel like have I, enough, right? Yeah, I feel like I've experienced that. So uh, there's actually been times where I'm excited to go to my grandparents because I know that I'm not going to be on my phone nearly as much. Right. Um, the only time I go on my phone when I'm down there is uh, either making a call to my cousin or my parents, which is actually really nice sometimes. Uh, other times I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. <laughs> do they, where, for instance, how much land do they have? Uh, estimate um, between my parents or my dad's side and my mom's side, uh, say around 200, 300 acres. So to get to the nearest gas station or store? <laughs> I have an actually really funny story. Um, so the nearest store to my uh, mom's parents, I think is 10 minutes away. Okay. Um, they actually live, uh, my uh, both of my grandparents live relatively close, like 10 minutes apart. But yeah, 10 minutes in either direction. And then uh, my grandparents said, do you want to go to the Watertown Mall? And I was like, I didn't know you guys had a mall, but yeah, let's go. <laughs> and she brought me to a Dollar General. <laughs> It was a new Dollar General that they had. A Dollar General, <laughs> exactly. And uh, so they all go to Dollar General. I'll go there with my grandparents, yeah. and I'll see fifteen cars in the parking lot of a Dollar General at all times. <laughs> wow. And I wonder how those things around here stay in business. Yeah, they thrive over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they're getting all their revenue. Yeah, um, my my grandma won't shop at Walmart. She will not drive to a Walmart. Really? She says they're taking over and that um, they are controlling. She will not shop at Walmart. Whoa. That's a bold uh, bold undertaking. Well, it was Black Friday, and I was like, can we just go into the Walmart? And, you know, there's so much stuff in there. And she said no. She brought me to a Kmart. <laughs> I'm being 100% serious. She took you to Kmart. <laughs> I mean, that's roughly the same. Yeah, but not really. Not, not really at all. Actually, Walmart has some killer Black Friday deals. Yes, they do, and I wanted to go in really bad. <laughs> Are you going Black Friday shopping? Uh, I always go Black Friday shopping. Do you? Yes. Are you the one in the in the line trampling over the people in front of you? Well, you got to get that deal. Yes and no, because <sighs> I go with my mom typically. And she'd be like, you know what you want, go find it. And I, I'll run. I don't care. We were in a Kohl's, and I ran and got, uh, do you know what a Beats Pill is, the speaker? Yep, yep. I got it for $40. And you? I you... ran to it. <laughs> we waited in line for that one, though. Bro, you got a problem. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. He's disagreeing with me, too. <laughs> do what you got to do, man. $40? That's a steal. I thought so. Did you sell it then? Uh, no, up, I used it oh. until I left it out in the rain at my grandparents. It was only $40. I mean, so, you know, it wasn't like you just She's, spent My mom still wasn't happy about it. 150 or whatever. Yeah. Man, I promised you that we would talk about the nonprofit. Yes. At least a little bit. Let's chit-chat. What's it been like watching the team develop what it is, or develop the nonprofit to what it is today? Uh, absolutely incredible. To be honest, at first, it was a lot slower. Um, we didn't really have a team formed. Mm -hmm. And then Cody, he, he's like, I got a few more guys that want to join the team. Uh, I, I got Matt. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. And Matt <laughs> brought some friends, found more people, and it just s gradually started taking off, to be honest. We've come a long way. Yes, we have. We really have. Um, initially, I mean... Shit, I began that process when I was 20. How old are you now? 23. 23. We didn't get our papers until I was 22. That took forever. That did take forever. And then, so, but I still, we were still rocking with the same group that said yes to me when I was 20. So trying to see team development, there were, it was just, it wasn't really there. We had yeah. to do a lot more of restructuring, figuring it out. What do you remember from the first, or what what do you remember from your impression the first time I pitched the idea to you? Um, I think we were actually at your house and uh, or your grandparents' house, and we were talking about. He's like, "Yeah, I'd, I'd love to start a nonprofit," and I'll be like, "Oh yeah, that's cool," you know, not really thinking that he'd follow through with this idea. And he was like, "No, I'm serious. Like, let's start working on it." And 
we met up and we started working on it, pitching ideas that remotely sounded good because we had no clue what we were doing, to be honest. We had no papers, no nothing, which, like, was crazy. But um, it was a lot of uh, miscellaneous ideas, I'd say, to be honest. Um, now we have a lot more events that make sense and that work. <laughs> Give me at least credit that I can come up with some ideas. You have some crazy ideas. But some of them are very good. <laughs> what you got to say, Tim? You wanted to say something. No, nah, nah. I was just going to agree with the fact that you have some crazy-ass ideas. You said something just a second ago, though. Did you ever think it would happen? No, nah, not at all. I really, I, I was so excited because Cody had this enthusiasm for it, and I was like, well, okay, maybe maybe we can do this. But I really didn't think that he would follow through with it because there was a period where we were waiting for papers, and I think that took that took way too long. It took a long time. Not too long, but... The government a, takes forever. Yeah, there was a point where we kind of like forgot, not forgot, but slowed down incredibly because we were on it in the beginning. Right. We had a lot of ideas, right. and then slowly, with no papers, not as many ideas, and then it came back. <laughs> it came back full force. Yes, it did. We're helping families now. We are. We have one family we're providing full income relief, That's and we awesome. have two families in the Battle Buddy program, which is a new thing that I still need to make the video for, actually announcing it. That would be great. <laughs> Uh, but I have announced it to some people. Obviously, we're getting some applications. What were your thoughts the first time we were able to actually start carrying out our mission? I was shocked, to be honest, because it took so long. And I'm, I'm not going to say that. I don't know. It, it was actually incredible. Uh, to be honest, I was kind of emotional when I first found out that we were actually helping a family. Just I personally don't have a relation with cancer, but I know you do. Mm -hmm. And it, it was exciting, very exciting. It's crazy, and I still get – they just went down my neck – to think that we all had a, we'll say, a mosh hodgepodge type of team Yeah. through the end of 2018. 2019, I was in class – trying to figure out weird ways that we could still make a little bit of money. And then from team development, from basically whatever we were able to rally up 2018 through the summer, we raised enough in those months to pay for a family in full. That's insane. Absolutely incredible. I know I've been working like a madman. But when I sit there and put it into perspective, because I can get lost in the woods sometimes. I can, you know, I'm just like, everything's going on. I got so much that, I, you know, that I'm trying to keep track of and everything. But when I step back like that and I listen to whoever be like, dude, we came so far, you know, we're, we're here right now and we didn't think that we were going to make it. <laughs> yeah. It's really awesome. Because I knew if we helped that one family, everything was worth it. We could we could only help one family the rest of eternity, and Still all the stress, it. all of the the heart, the headache, and and everything that we went through to make that creation happen. We did it, we fucking did it, and that's that's just that's, it's just awesome. Yeah. It really is. What do you know about the uh, Battle Buddy program and then what we do? Talk a little bit about it, and we'll we'll be able to air this as. Some more information for <laughs> guests in regards to everything that Champions Do Overcome does. Well, uh, of course, when you propose the idea to uh, the youngins, as you call us, um, we were really excited because we thought that that was a perfect fit for us. Right. right. To be able to go and talk to people our age or a little bit younger and help them through everything that they're going through. Even though personally we don't have a connection or like we don't we haven't had the same experiences. Right. It, um <laughs> Sorry, um, it, it's just when when we were talking about it, I didn't expect that we would actually be able to do this until mm -hmm. because a lot of stuff involved. To be honest, um, sorry. Uh, You're good, man. You're good. Yeah. Um, 
well, when we started talking about it, um, it's to get a sorry, had to restart. <laughs> um, a battle buddy is when yeah, you go in and talk to the child with cancer, and right. we try to connect with them, have a fun experience for them, so that they don't have as much suffering and pain right. that you did. Right. And when we started getting into the details of it, it's a lot harder to be a battle buddy than you would expect. Right. Um, for example, background checks. Yes. Um, you would you would think that someone my age doesn't really need a background check, but everyone needs a background check because you we have no clue what, right. what it is. And uh, so it's really one of those things that I felt didn't exist. It was filling another void, right? Okay. It's something that we felt could be the missing support. Okay. You know, and, and I mean, and that furthers everything you said. The exciting thing is, yes, you guys are that age. You know what I mean? Like, anybody that we get that's 10 to 10 to 19, mm -hmm. they want people your age. That's what they want. An adult is great. Any of, you know, any older adults are great, right? Because you're an adult, you're 18. <laughs> May not fully feel like one, but you are. However, those kids don't look up to those people as heroes. Because I remember being 10. People that I thought were the coolest in the world were 16. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that, that's just how yeah. it is. So being in your wheelhouse, you have the ability as we continue to get people in this program and we figure out fully how to fully go about it, you have the ability to change, change lives. Yeah. Which is awesome. Which is a completely different sector to what champions do overcome does. It's just, it's really awesome to know because I was chosen to speak to cancer patients and I've done a lot of speaking seminars. Mm -hmm. However, I was chosen to partake, I don't know, partake in a group or uh, club type of thing that basically visits with patients. But there was a problem that I saw. HIPAA is involved in everything. And I understand the purposes of HIPAA, which are the uh, privacy acts in the within the healthcare field. I understand the purpose of it. However... You can't sit there and expect people to fully be able to make the impact that they can while trying to maintain the full, you can't give me your number, I can't give you my number, I can't tell you, hey, if you have a problem outside, call me. I can't. And that's where I was like, well, I'm not fully doing what I wanted to do. So I told the program, thank you, but I can't do this. It's not what we intend to do it's not what we it's want. not it's really not and it's crazy to think that i was 19 turning 20 when i was chosen for that <laughs> and i had the vision that said i'm gonna go make a bigger impact and i don't know if it's necessarily making a bigger impact now but we definitely have that one-on-one -on -one with the families and that's so crucial that's what we wanted. Timmy, I know we talked about uh, before Cole was here about, um, and I posted about it actually, I believe the champions to overcome. It was the University of North Carolina signing that cancer patient. Yeah. Could you give us a little background on that? Yeah. Uh, well, a seven-year-old boy battling leukemia right. is signed with UNC wrestling team. And um, yeah. Which is just... That's just freaking cool. Life-changing for that kid. I, I I, just... Things like that... That kid's gonna literally... Remember that... Forever. Forever. Yeah. Uh, the head coach and the, the players are the regular visits at UNC's hospital. So they see him all the time? Yeah. 
So it's obviously more than just like a, I mean, not saying it's a PR stunt, right? But it's it's more than that, right? Yeah, it's actually these are actually committed. Yeah, they're committed, kind of the like the Battle Buddy program. That's <laughs> pretty much what what that is. Yeah, I mean the fact that the coach and a, a certain player or players go and see this family and hang out with them. It's sh- it's just awesome. It yeah. Really, I mean, do you think that that whole idea is something that families need? Personally, uh, yes. Uh, I think that um, it's really hard um, to deal with cancer on your own. Mm-hmm. Or not on your own, but without emotional support. And to get that one-on-one time right. is what really fills in those holes that it's, that are created. So I feel like when we do the Battle Buddy program or when I go and see a patient, that's so much fun for them right? to be able to talk to someone. Not, not necessarily talk, but to have someone to express to that's almost your age. It breaks up their day. Yeah. But I think support is important in every facet that we do. Every facet of life. Everything. To know you have support. And it's sad to think that there's so many people that feel like they're without. Mm-hmm. It really is. You can see it in, in our, you know, people your age. All it takes is that one person, that one adult, that one 20-year-old, whatever, being an outlet for somebody your age. And they can go here, go to college, make it to the, even make it to the NFL, whatever, right? They can go on that track or they can go on the track of drug dealing, completely messing up. We've seen it numerous times. And it's sad. It's crazy to see how much support helps. I know there's a rise of mental health and I know that's been a common topic on the show and that's because it is so crucial crucial do you think in high school right now there's depression issues and i guess more outwardly spoken of depression issues anxiety etc yes um i don't know if you heard about it uh i think it was an eighth grader i think it was an eighth grader i don't know if you heard that uh i think she went to liberty junior uh, she committed suicide and eighth grade. Um, wow. If that doesn't say anything, I don't know what does, but, um, one of my close friends, um, sells, uh, I don't know exactly what it says, but it's mental health awareness. Right. Um, she suffers with anxiety and depression and she thought, um, that's what she's doing a senior capstone on. That's, that's cool. Um, she, is selling them for three dollars, and all the proceeds are going to. Um, I don't know exactly. I, I didn't talk to her too much about it, but yeah. all the proceeds are um, uh, to support people with mental health disorders. Has the school started doing anything? Yes. Um, do I think it's helping? Not as much as they want. Right. But um, I don't know if you've seen it on the news. Hope Squad. It's a. It's a student elected. Um, council um so it's other students and maybe two teachers mm. the um hope squad it's uh, supposed to be these are the people you can reach out to right if you're having um like depre- if you have depression you're having suicidal thoughts because they everyone always says talk to someone it's not easy to talk to someone about no. these things at no. all and they're trying to alleviate the stress of all these situations that they're put in but do i think it's helping no not really so is hope squad kind of like a suicide hotline but with kids yes um interesting not suicide hotline but um somewhat uh i don't even know how to put into words um they talk about them on the announcements um in school every day um i know my favorite teacher was elected to be in hope squad yeah which is Pretty cool, actually. Um, we have bracelets, we have shirts, we have everything. We have a, um, 
like a a board up on the wall with everyone's picture that's in it. Yep. But what does that like do? What does it correlate with? Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. Because I feel like they're not kids. If they're having these thoughts, they're not gonna go to you every time. So I feel like what they're doing is a good idea, but it's not entirely successful. Sure. Do you have any ways, ideas to make it better? It's hard. Uh, very hard. Um, personally, I've talked about it to some of my friends. Like, um, we were talking about, um, her name was Becca, the eighth grader. Right. We were like, we don't understand how these thoughts came to an eighth grader. Because I remember when I was in eighth grade, it was nothing of the sort. Right. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of stuck, to be honest. I don't really know. I think that's really important, though. And I think that's how we're going to end it. I believe that everybody needs to talk to people, have people around to lift everybody up, come together. We are all people. Community over competition. Thanks for being on here, brother. Rawls out. Thank you. It's no time to be standing still.